Couple of quick plugs before we start today's show. If you want to follow us on Twitter, our handle is at Narbos Podcast. If you want to email us, our email address is narbosandbroomheads at gmail.com. Hit us up with your comments on future episodes of Degrassi Junior High and Degrassi High. And if you want to be on a future episode, let us know as well and we'll try to set something up. You can also uh, follow our show on all of the podcast platforms, including iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and uh, Spotify. So please give us a follow and subscribe on any of those sites, and uh, you will be able to get us pushed to you every single week. The theme music for this show is brought to you by a band called Ew, You're a Girl and Girls Suck. They are a punk band from here in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, and their Bandcamp page is iagags.bandcamp.com. That's E-Y-A-G-A-G-S.bandcamp.com. They used to watch Degrassi episodes when they took breaks from recording back in the 90s. Uh, anyways, that's about it for the plugs. Let's get to this week's episode. kid named JT, who ruled the halls of Degrassi. He liked fries that were wiggity-whack, he got stabbed in the back, and he died in a puddle of pee. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, that's so sad. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of everyone's favorite Degrassi podcast, Narbos and Broomheads. It is I, Lakehurst alum Barry here, and I'll be a guide through this tragic tale of love, rivalries, and ultimately, loss. And yeah, It's been a minute since I've been here. Good to be back. Let's see who else is here to enjoy this tragic event. Enjoy is probably not the right term for that. Uh, let's go up the road to Torbay. Hello, it is me, Ted. Uh, hello, everybody. Uh, no real updates here. I did get in the mail the other day my Goonies poster, uh, the oh, old yeah, movie poster did. where they're hanging from the stalactite. It's fantastic. Anyways, I got it framed. It looks beautiful. Uh, let's, uh, let us go to America, America with the most smoothest running government right now. C'est fantastique. It's great. I was just reading about it. It's great. Uh, yeah. It's great down here. It's really fun to be an American. Mm -hmm. Good Hands God. across America. Yeah. Still a thing. Yes. Um, I actually participated that in that in elementary school because I'm wow. really old. Ooh. Yeah. Hi, wow. it's Stacy down in New York. I'm glad to be with you all, even though it's a very sad occasion. James Tiberius York. That poor boy. Um, where are we <sighs> heading next? Um, o Town? Ooh, the bro. <laughs> the other from O Town. Yes. Right. The other whore from the other OR. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, <laughs> Barry's back. All right, all right. It's Alan in Toronto. Your uh, Goonies poster that you described, uh, Ted. I had that poster about twenty-five years ago. Ooh, uh, nice. Back when I was a bachelor, which was actually only uh, a month ago. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I uh, when I was much much uh, younger, I had that poster in my place, and my I was like, that was the time where I was like, oh. Posters are like the appropriate decoration for the apartment. Uh, like every first year university student agrees. Uh, imagine this, was it? Is that what it's called? Yeah. The, uh, the poster uh, yes. fair? 
It was yes. Imaginus. It was the traveling poster show that would go from university and colleges all around Canada. <laughs> and then yesterday, I, uh, I'm i I'm watching Love is Blind. I'd like to say that I'm being forced to watch it, but I'm an active participant <laughs> in the watching. And, and in one of the cases, the couple goes home. It's these couples that meet in, like, pods. And, of course, they're all, like, attractive, but they're like, oh, love is indeed blind. Like, will we like each other if we see each other? It's like <laughs> there's not one unattractive person in the whole place so of course they will and uh odds are good yeah but then they uh one guy took his uh his fiance to his place for the first time and he had like no nothing on the walls and served everything on uh dixie cups and plastic plates oh dear yes and you know and then love woke up yeah for well yeah and then 45 year old me was like oh my god that's terrible and then i was like oh wait a second like when I was in my 20s, I would have thought that was acceptable. And now I realize why um, I didn't get married until I was 45. So, <laughs> See, I did uh, that. Craft dinner out of the pot for you, Alan. Yeah, yeah see, I, I did that in my 20s, though, because it was only me living in my apartment. And I didn't like cleaning dishes. And I didn't have a dishwasher because I was in New York City. And they're not very common in apartments. They're a little more common now. But 20 years ago, they weren't. And uh, if anyone came over, I did have a set of plates in case someone wanted to eat. So I would you know, use those. I wouldn't come out with a Dixie cup and be like, here, <laughs> have a beer. Uh-huh. You figure you at least go to the dollar store and pick up a few plates, right? Sure. I mean, That's right. <laughs> so Stacy, people come over and you're like, you don't want to eat later, do you? Because that's going to be an issue. <laughs> I didn't really have, no, I didn't really have that many visitors to my place. Um, I just, you know, I didn't really like having people over anyway, because I'm, I've always kind of been a loner anyway, but I, I did have that set of dishes just in case, like my best friends came down to Manhattan. But other than that, no, I, I wasn't inviting people over for dinner parties. <laughs> Mary, I feel like dollar store is more just kind of like a guideline, kind of like it's dollar question mark store now. Yeah, dollar round. Yeah, I think the cheapest thing there is like five bucks now. Yeah. <laughs> no, my, my uh, sister lives in New Jersey, speaking, like you said, you're talking about, um, uh, things in Manhattan, and she said that like her friends that lived in New York, like they used to use the stove to put their clothes in because there's no room for for <laughs> dressers and things like that. Is that is that a true statement? I did not use my oven at all. Oven heat. But I did not use it as storage because I was kind of paranoid that something would set on fire. But I I will admit I never used my oven when I was living in the city. I ordered out all the time. Again, I was by myself, so I wasn't gonna. I didn't want to cook for myself, and it's just easier to you know, get takeout or delivery. His introductions are going awesome. <laughs> <laughs> also, oven of heat. Oven now. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing like oven heat. I am. <laughs> Sorry. So let's transition from ovens to, uh, to Degrassi. To murder. Yeah. Murder, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. We're talking about <laughs> season six, episode 11, Rock This Town. Uh, recently aired on January 6, 2007 in Canada. And January 26th in the United States, written by Brendan York, directed by Gavin Smith. And Rock This Town is a reference to the 1981 song by the Stray Cats. This is a song about the untimely death of a teenage comedian. So it fits perfectly <laughs> in this episode. What? Uh-huh. Is that true? <laughs> it is not true. <laughs> uh-huh. well, Al, do you have any background on this song? I mean, Stray Sorry. Cats, I don't get it, but... Hey, it's Rockabilly, but yeah. it's the 80s. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Something like that. I'm Brian Setzer. I got an orchestra. Does any, <laughs> nobody else has an orchestra in the 80s. Yeah. Let's uh, let's get the big, uh, what is the hairdo? The quiff, is it? <laughs> sure. Oh, the pompadour? The pompadour, pompadour yeah. 
Yeah. It's like, let's all wear pompadours. And uh, we, we really like rolling dice uh, affections, like, on our clothes. Well, there you go. That's rods. that's your uh, summary of Rock This Town, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I just made now that I up. Figured, I, I figured you would run with the actual... Uh... It's about rocking the town. Uh, I believe they want to uh, <laughs> rock it inside out. Is uh, and, and make them scream and, and shout. Yeah. Shout, that's right. So that's what the song's about. Yeah, we say. Well, I guess that's a reference to the big party they have here. I'm guessing so. Like <laughs> the, the big, the big party that happens for very random reasons. Like yeah. Mm-hmm. But there has to be a reason to have a party. A kind of someone yeah, else's. Yeah. House. Why? Why does there have to be a reason to have a just have no one? No one who threw a party in high school. The only reason people threw parties in high school is because their parents were away. That was ding, the reason. Ding, ding. There wasn't a reason otherwise. It was my parents are in Europe. Let's have a blowout. Okay, cool. Woo. And I'm going to email everyone. Yeah, well. Literally. That's my um, Yeah, I, I was in high school. Um, how many years before this episode? Yeah, 15, yeah. 15 years. I graduated high school 15 <laughs> years before this episode aired. So, so they, um, would te- they would telegraph people. It would, it was like a, it would be a game of telephone. Yeah, it was basically. Morse code for party. Stacey's house. Passing notes. Passing notes in class. Now, I guess in the pantheon of Degrassi, the next generation's episodes, this one has to be up there. Like, I would imagine, right? Like, yeah. this like, is one of the ones they all talk about. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, like Drake getting shot. This one's probably right yes. after that. Maybe the review. Yes. Yeah, it is because of what happens toward the end. That we've already spoiled yeah. many yeah. times so Multiple far. Times. Yeah. And mm-hmm. many times throughout the. the oh, well, funny podcast. story. I posted something about this on TikTok. Like last year, I made a TikTok, and someone's like, I didn't know that. I was like, hello, this aired in t- 2007. Yeah. How do you not know? <laughs> yeah, there's rules. Like, there's rules like after a decade and a half. Yeah. Like, yeah, I get you, you not good spoiling for something after 24 hours because some people can't watch it right away. But when we're going on 15 years past the episode i think it's okay for me to mention it <laughs> i actually when i when i watched it i watched it on youtube and it was uh, i guess a recording from an actual ctv airing and at the beginning they had like the trigger warning due to violence i guess based on what happens in this episode yeah which we'll find out shortly wait what <laughs> just kidding <laughs> yeah <laughs> i thought the warning was what kind of trigger was there for this because it's yeah. not much before he decided to shank him yeah, yeah really yeah, so we open up to, uh, we got Manny. She's tearing up a picture of her and Craig that's in her locker. Uh, Emma's watching intently and says, uh, you know, is it locker renovation time? Uh, JT pops by and says that he's sorry that they broke up. Uh, by says, the way, oh, Emma's locker moved. Did you oh, notice? Really? Yeah, oh. the whole season, Emma's locker was to the left of Manny's, like three or four down. And then in this episode, Ooh. she's suddenly to the right of her. And that always, you know me, every time I do this show, I pick up on stupid shit and that was something i picked up the first time i watched this episode fire up the goofs a section nice. of imdb <laughs> everybody <laughs> did anyone yes. notice what was written behind the picture of craig on her locker oh no. cool <laughs> is a damsel in distress mm-hmm. Ugh. right Ugh. Ugh. yeah yeah great yeah um, <sighs> Uh, yeah, so it's in JT says that sorry it broke up. Uh, Manny says, "Don't be. I dumped it. I dumped his cocaine loving ass." <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. Manny says she's happy about the breakup, but Emma doesn't buy it. Uh, when she questions Manny on her happiness, Emma says, uh, "I'm sorry." Manny says that she might be a little cuckoo bananas. Ugh. There we go. <laughs> yes, which is a common. Everybody drink. Yes. Yeah, 
Celebrate oh, Barry. Good time. Come on. <laughs> Barry, you haven't been around for a while. Uh, the term on this podcast <laughs> is crazy raisins. So. Oh, okay. mm-hmm. Which we is, love that. Yeah. Yeah. The, the story is that was something that Cassie said in real life. So they incorporated it into the show and gave it to Manny. Oh, okay. Yeah. Great. <laughs> it's Ca- it's Cassie Steele's fault. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There you go. Emma says this is normal to be cuckoo bananas after a breakup. And her prescription, Dr. M's prescription, is to <sighs> chill. Now, I don't know if you know like, Emma's past, but I don't think taking medical advice from her based on her history is a wise decision. Uh-huh. <laughs> or any advice. Yeah. Uh, she goes she on looks to say, at her and says, you're not a doctor, and then it cuts to the opening. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she goes on to say that the house is theirs all, uh, all weekend, and with those magical words, Manny's expression instantly turns that she's just the, the thing that most teenagers would when parents are gone for the weekend. Party. 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 Yeah, we'll throw a party just like your mom's friend Lucy. We'll invite Clutch. We'll invite John to party on. John will the party animal. Joey will bring a case of beer. Faith, man. We got to get faith there. I know. Joey will bring a case of beer. Just make sure we have plenty of chips before anyone starts drinking. Uh The chips are very important. Yes. That is the the layer. Yeah. Nobody driving to get the chips afterwards. You know what could happen. (laughs) (laughs) RIP that kid. (laughs) <laughs> Emma tries to downplay the party idea and is instead suggests renting a DVD nice and quiet just me you and Sean that's exactly what she needs to be yeah. wheel just after a breakup just watching fucking Sean finger bang Emma for a whole evening great <laughs> under a blanket like Manny sitting at the end of the couch also though like it's even worse because later on in this episode we're gonna find out that Emma and Sean have decided that's the night they were gonna fuck for the first time so I was gonna bring this up later <laughs> oh it's a throwback <laughs> but yeah. it's it's a throwback to Shane and Spike having sex in a party with people listening like yeah, uh-huh. I feel like that's kind of the same thing <laughs> But nothing led us to believe that this was even on the horizon. Well, yeah, because Degrassi likes dropping this stuff out of nowhere because you don't see characters for a couple of episodes and all of a sudden it's like, we're going to have sex. Oh, good for you. (laughs) Uh, So Emma notes that her mom specifically said not to have a party. And what would you expect the parent to say? Like, please have a party while we're away. (laughs) Yes. You big Uh, dummy. Invite the And it's not lost on it that it's the, the girl they've taken into their house now, albeit being paid to stay in their house to hang out with their daughter. That's right. Is the one that says, you know what we need to do? Try and do something that might trash this house I'm being allowed to live in. Yeah, exactly. But uh, Emma says, there's no way we can have a party. Why? There is no reason to have a party. There's no occasion. We have an empty At this point, actually, I texted Ted and I said, what the fuck is this? It's true. Again, the only reason to have a party. The parents are yeah. gone. That's it. You don't need exactly. a birthday. You don't need an occasion, as uh, Emma said. Just have a party. Have fun. Your teenagers let loose. Do what teenagers do and stop being such tight asses, <laughs> for the love of God. Exactly. To quote Barry, uh, he said, 9 o'clock this morning, he said, in text, Emma doesn't want to have a party because they have nothing to celebrate? Question mark. What the fuck is this? Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. I said, so, uh-huh, it's great. There we go. It goes, this is great trash or something. What'd you say? <laughs> I said, uh, uh, it's a whole, I said, ha ha ha, it's great. It's a whole lot of trash. So, <laughs> yeah. yep. so uh, JT introduction says it's Liberty's birthday and she could use some cheering up. 
And Manny jumps up, jumps all over this party excuse. And now they got a reason to have the party. It's so fucking random. Like such lazy writing. Yeah. So it's so lazy. Like they're like, okay, I, I, Manny, I want to have a party. Emma, well, we need a reason to have a party. JT, who said nothing with uh, to do with Liberty all season, yep. and is with somebody else, randomly appears in the shot and is like, "Did you know that it is Liberty's par- uh, birthday this weekend?" And then like, mm-hmm. that's it. And they're like, "There you go, reason to have a party." None of that's this was JT necessary. Through his whole last episode, he's just sliding in from the side to give little perks <laughs> of wisdom as he pops in and out. Yeah. Of- exposition if only something happened and the thing about this is you know um arlo isn't here while we record this but she gave us an article that was um ryan cooley's last interview and he revealed that the thing with jt he knew about it when the season started and he had to keep it secret the whole time so the writers had this idea in their head and this is what we're given like they knew this was coming and this is the idea that they came up with for this big send-off it's like what so you're saying, Stacy, they didn't nail it? No. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. Oh, okay. Which Ooh, not a ten out of ten. Gotcha. Has been my my. I mean, you guys know it's been my biggest complaint about this season. It just feels like it could be so much better, and I don't know why these guys who have been around this show, these aren't new writers who have been around this show for so long and have written these characters for so long, are doing what they're doing. It's driving me crazy. Luckily, it's all going to change very soon. <laughs> <laughs> so change, you say? That's right. So we get our credits, and then we go. We go to. Uh, we see um, Liberty. I think she's in the media immersion lab. Uh, she's not looking very happy. And Manny pops by to ask her what's up, and she's sending a reminder uh, for the increase the peace summit. Which can't wait to talk about this. Well, before we get too far in that, here we have another example of where, of course, Liberty is looking through her magic mirror, kind of like a romper room, and she's always seeing JT and Maya. Like it's, oh, yeah. they're always in front of her, no matter where she is in this school. Yeah, also, yeah. Uh, I think uh, Craig, before he uh, he got shipped off to Vancouver because he's a drug addict, I think he left a little package for Manny because Manny's on the goofballs again. Because <laughs> he's like, hey, hey, everybody, hey, oh, we're a party. And now yeah. she's like, oh, hey, Liberty, what's up? And Liberty's like, the fuck, like. What's that under your nose? <laughs> like, are you on the are you on the cocaine cocaine again? Cocaine. What what's happening? So leading up to this increase of the peace rally, we've had a full out school versus school brawl in the gymnasium at Degrassi. Mm-hmm. We've had one mm-hmm. kid going into the other school and confronting the bullies like right in the hallway. We've had three or four kids assault <laughs> and like beat mm-hmm. the shit out of Toby right outside of Degrassi, and yet still. Liberty's like the, the the adults are like I don't know like let the kids sort it out make a flyer <laughs> have a rally like there's not a fucking adult in sight it's completely up to the kids to decide that we're going Absolutely. to uh, right and again all these this series of events it's going to lead to a murder so listen they started this mess Alan they're gonna figure it out <laughs> yeah so they'll figure it out yeah kids will be kids they'll figure this shit out <laughs> so uh, Manny says they're going to have the party like it's a birthday and because it is a birthday and Liberty's not interested. Uh, Manny says she's holding a birthday party for her oldest and dearest friend. And again, their close relationship has been well established throughout the show. Um, <laughs> I love Liberty that. actually calls her out on this because yeah, we, we haven't even talked all year. Spoken all year. <laughs> so Manny says we can fix this. And while she's saying this, Liberty uh, sees JT through the window hugging Mia as sad music plays. And, and like, says she has no- oh, go ahead. It's just, it's fucking weird because. 
again, they need this, this excuse, and so they come up with Liberty's party, and when, yeah, when she mentioned it to Liberty, I wrote right away, they haven't hung out in fucking ages, and then Liberty at least says it, so that's good. But again, if you're a writer, it's like, you could have had a party at anyone's place in the whole fucking series, right? Yeah, sure. Right. Um, mm. But so why did you choose Emma's play? I guess because they had the set. I, like that's, that's the only that's reason. What it is. Yeah, that's what it, it is. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, because yeah. it's like you chose Emma's place and then gave the most like random set of reasons that you then acknowledge in the show don't even make sense. Mm-hmm. So that's that's really what it is. That's the only set that's really there now because Joey's gone, so that house set is gone. And right, there's no one else's other than the college house. There's nowhere else to have a party. Yeah. Liberty says she has nothing to wear and her hair is a mess. Manny says, I can make you over. She'll hot her up. So yeah. Liberty agrees to go to the party on the one condition. Manny attends the peace summit with Lakers. Yeah, and she says on. she needs a date, too. Oh, yeah, she does. Yeah, she needs a like, date. What is with this? Like, you need an, an occasion and you need a date for a party in a show? Like, come on. Yeah, she's being a little, that's a little demanding. Don't well, you think? We used to, I know it's your birthday, uh, but calm down, Liberty. We used yeah, to poke that, fun at, at the OG Degrassi when people would talk about, you know, a needed date to the dance and that shit. And you were like, fucking no one went with dates to dances. Mm-hmm. Now we're in 2007. Yeah. And we're still like, oh, I need a date to the party. What What are yeah. you talking about? Like, <laughs> you need a date less to a party than you do to a dance. Yeah. For fuck's sake. I'm just glad this wasn't a rule when I was in high school. <laughs> yeah, I would never. Uh, I never would have gone to parties if that were the case. Um, <laughs> and, and when they're talking about why to go to the peace summit, Manny's like, I don't want to do that. And she's like, the males double when you show up to the peace summits. That was a callback to the thong episode. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And how would Lakers so, know, right? Like, I, I think the Lakers people are going to show up. Like, Okay, we don't. If Manny shows up, it's like, oh, we're gonna stop wanting to fight and want to fuck instead. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> so, so we go to the peace summit. Uh, we meet Damien, who's the Lakehurst School Council President, Ugh. and the VP Laura. Um, Manny immediately goes into matchmaker mode for uh, Damien and Liberty. And the purpose of this is to solve the problem of violence between their schools. Not a teacher problem, not a police problem. It's a student council problem. Yeah, no, no, uh, again, no, uh, like, chaperone there hanging out with no. the kids while they're having this meeting. Just, you guys do it. It's fine. We'll, we'll leave it up to you. You know what you're doing. I mean, not yeah. not only that, but, like, all these Degrassi kids have just been allowed to presumably go into Lakehurst and go into the classroom and do this. <laughs> like, yeah, during the day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, leave school, school, go to their school. Yeah. Miss the afternoon, I'm assuming. Where are their permission yeah. forms, people? So they start spitballing ideas. Uh, Liberty's brother, uh, Dan- Danny, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, Danny. Okay. He says the issue is Lakehurst is full of psychos. Uh, Liberty says if peace has to be achieved, so we need to get together. Uh, so Manny has the great idea, a spirit squad rally, like the UN, but with pyramids of dancing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, That's going to solve it, everybody. You nailed yeah. it. Damien likes the idea, so be voting, everyone agrees, and that's it. Summit over. <laughs> we vote. Well, I, ta- I actually timed this. How long do you think the summit took? Oh, <laughs> I don't know. Two minutes and three seconds. We right. should send them to the Middle East. Maybe they can help. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. F- 51 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> <laughs> and let's be honest. Damien didn't like the idea. Damien liked Manny. Uh, Manny's boobs. Yes. Yeah, for sure. But also, so everybody in the rally initially, like Toby says it, and I'm sure all the audience is like, 
a fucking like spirit squad rally like yeah. that's your solution to this but then i was like of course it is they're fucking kids like right yeah, <laughs> yeah they're stupid idiots <laughs> it was a spirit squad rally followed by a dance probably in a bake sale somewhere thrown in there yeah maybe t-shirt sales you know oh, yes. the piece watchware could could sponsor yeah yeah well, let's have a big bake sale everybody with lots of knives everywhere that would uh <laughs> be great and then yeah right jimmy can make the t-shirts that would work uh-huh. yep. so like i said 51 seconds from damon's introduction to liberty adjourning the meeting there you go. <laughs> that's just talk. efficiency that's a good meeting yeah that's right. these guys they should all go into politics uh, fantastic <laughs> At least Liberty did say that she would take the idea to their principles, so at least it wasn't 100% their decision, so there was some... Acknowledgement adults. of adults, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what's she going to... She's going to go to Miss Hatzalakis and be like, yeah, we're going to do a spirit squad rally to stop the fucking brawling between the schools, and Miss, Miss H will be like, well, have all the children agreed to this solution? Yeah. <laughs> yes, they have. All right, you have my blessing. Just remember <laughs> what started that fight. It was kind of the spirit squad when they had their big brawl. <laughs> yes. Right. Uh, so yeah, this is this is a fantastic plan. Um, so uh, again, I don't see Manny's attendance increasing the male population at the at the, the summit here. Well, if to- there was only going to be Toby. one, and then there's two. She did double it. Yeah, well, <laughs> Toby was there at least. So after the meeting, Damien goes to talk to Manny and starts hitting on her. Manny blows him off and says, "Look at Liberty. It's her birthday, and there's a big bash tonight to celebrate." So Damien says, "Count me in." No details or time, location. None of that was exchanged. I guess he just no, no. he just knew. There's only one he house. Had, he had the line. He said, brains and beauty. And I'm like, shut up, man. You nerd. Oh, God. And I he go sucks. to the house. Okay. Know where the party is. <laughs> the house in Toronto. Yes, right. Go there. So Fuck. next scene, we're in the parking lot. JT pulls up. Nobody uh, goes, you didn't attend to peace summit. The 51 seconds. And uh, JT says he's staying out of it because he has enough problems. But he wants to congratulate her on the BBPE, which is the big, birth- big birthday party <laughs> extravaganza. What an acronym. This is what we're dealing with. This guy gets murdered later this episode, and this is the shit we're dealing with. Like, I, like... I put in my notes, who wrote that? And I know that Brendan York, waka. Brendan York is credited for writing the episode, but one person will be credited, or, or maybe two, but it's really a collaborative thing. So it's possible he didn't write that line, but I'm thinking he did. But so I'm going to blame him. Multiple people had to agree that this was the right line. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Ryan God. Cooley's just like, thank fucking God, I'm dying. Like, yes. Yeah. yeah. He's probably Maybe like, oh. I deserve this. Yeah. Right. Get me out he of smiles shit. when he's dying. He's like, <laughs> yeah. thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, for a split second, he looks at the camera and winks like, good, thank you. This job was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, we uh, we learned that Liberty doesn't like birthdays, which I guess has been established. I'm sure it has. That's a giant anvil. <laughs> uh oh, she doesn't like birthdays. Something's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Here comes the conflict of the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, they talk about all the changes they've had in the last year, and uh, they talk about how they matured. And uh, Liberty says that uh, Mia is a lucky girl because she got JT. Uh, but JT says, unfortunately, she's gone for the weekend. So Liberty gets all happy and invites JT to the party. And oh. he says, well, it was my idea. And Liberty's very t- touched by this gesture. I mean, come on. That's like a, you're going for pussy, JT. Like, <laughs> oh, Mia's gone for the weekend. Oh, you should come to the party. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah, and she's yeah. right there offering it, too, it seems like. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. He's passing it over, yeah. And again, like, uh, 
So this is going to, of course, escalate quickly before he dies. But we've spent a lot of episodes where JT is talking to Mia and Liberty is just moping, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, but and, but there's been no thawing between the two of them of their relationship. In fact, I think the last time they were together before this, they were fighting in student council over opening a daycare. And now, yeah. And now we get now we're going to escalate from like okay, things are thawing a little bit to in 15 minutes from now, we're totally in love with each other again. <laughs> they're, they're oatmeal. Makes sense to me. Whatever, yeah. oh, they have to wrap everything up in one episode. And I feel like the, um, they, oh God, they could have stretched this. This could have been the two part episode. And, or maybe if they did it later in the season, apart from the Craig two part episode, you know what I mean? I feel like the, the JT thing was too rushed. It should have been two episodes. Well, we're going to give fucking two episodes later on this season to how Paige is stressed out at banting. Oh, I know. Yeah. What? like? And fucking yeah. JT's death gets one. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah. yeah. The Why first time you've ever done a out. murder on this show, which has now gone, what, like 11 seasons, if you include the original, where there's been never been a murder, there's been a death, but never a murder. Yeah. You give it a really rushed 22 minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd say never include the original with this. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? Again, dare like you. this is my biggest problem with season six. I feel like season six could have been so much better, and it or just multiple seasons wasn't. Yeah, because they really fell they really fell off a cliff in four, and I feel like five and six were kind of like the beginning of the real downturn, and then it doesn't get better for a while. And well, it's just. Yeah. If you if you lay out the the primary events that occur during the season, mm -hmm. you'd be like, "Holy fuck!" Like that sounds pretty epic, right? It's, it's the execution that fails, yes, yeah, yeah, like yeah. a ton, right? It's, it's a lot, yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah, they should have brought back Jay and Silent Bob. Snoinch, snoinch, snoinch. He got stabbed. He got stabbed. No, I feel like they're part of the reason why the show oh. jumped the shark. this. Yes. Oh, that hot yellow. We'll talk about that. <laughs> we'll get oh, there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so uh, speaking of the original, we see Spike and Snake. They're getting ready to go on the nature retreat. First, I thought it was a bit strange that they're leaving right from school, but I guess I guess Spike picked Snake right up from work, and they went on. Um, How exciting, Spike... going to a nature retreat. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> fantastic. That's what my Spike's wife and I do all the good, time. Though, I must say, Spike's still mm -hmm. looking good. But, like, oh, is, yeah. is, is Spike going to a fucking nature retreat? Like, when yeah. when have we ever gotten into, like, we know Snake has done camping and other bullshit, right? But, like, Spike? Come on. Yeah. yeah. Did no. anyone notice that she got out of ground. the front seat and had to let Spike drive? Or had to let Snake drive? Yeah. Duh. <laughs> I'm going to stay silent on that. It's the man's job to do a long distance road trip. Hell you yeah. Know that. Women don't have the stamina for it, I guess. Yeah, no. Well, hopefully she's made some sandwiches for the trip. That's right. <laughs> hopefully they have their chips. That's right. So as they're leaving Spike again, states no parties. And as soon as the car goes out of the camera shot, we see JT behind the car. And he's just doing this dancing, like, party, party. doing. This oh, no, stuff. that's Toby. Just Toby. Toby, excuse me. <laughs> Toby, yeah, sorry. And uh, God, Toby always gives off the vibe of like he owns a white paneled van and scours the the streets now. Like he's so creepy. Yeah, he would be an incel. <laughs> yeah, Toby uses the word like rub a lot. I'd say like <laughs> I gotta rub that <laughs> or something. Like it's in his vernacular. Like I'm gonna rub down there because <laughs> he's just he has that kind of face. He's stopping at the party and Emma says, "There's only a teeny tiny party. It'll be over by nine. Toby says, that's not what Manny said, which I don't 
what did she say? It was going to be a bash, I guess. I don't know. Didn't seem like something spectacular. But anyway, uh, Manny tells Emma that she needs this. Uh, but Emma says that him and Sean had plans to do it. <laughs> yeah, they're going to do it. Yeah, Manny's like, I need this. And Emma points to her crotch and is like, yeah, but Sean needs this. <laughs> so Manny's like, okay, we're canceling the party. I'll send out the emails and bomb to school and all this kind of stuff. But Emma says, no, it's too late. Yeah, we can still bang anyway. And good. here's another thing. Sean has his own apartment, which we never see. <laughs> so does he like they don't even mention where that guy lives anymore exactly they, and they won't ever mention it they'll just uh <laughs> later on in the season they'll mention like you know she's going to sean's sean's place and we never see it we just know it exists and you know if it really did exist and if they really cared they could have done it there while the parents were as away as often as they wanted to yes i pic- i picture sean having like living in a trash can like oscar the ground <laughs> <laughs> And he's like, hey, come in. You know how Oscar would always talk about, like, he had elephants in the basement and stuff? Oh, yeah. Like, like how it was huge? Oh, totally I remember that. as a kid watching Sesame Street <sighs> thinking, I would love to see inside that trash can. <laughs> oh, yeah. I always John's wondered what it was thing. like inside that trash can. <laughs> An appetizer, a half moldy, half eaten orange. Mmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm, yeah. Uh, so, uh, Emma promises Manny if it won't get too crazy. And of course, that never happens on TV shows about high school parties. Um, so we see Toby. She's talking to some girl at, at the bus stop about the party. Is this girl like anybody? She's the, that... She was the girl in, in the, uh, she was the, uh, if well, is Damien, she's one of the Lakehurst girls. Was she like yeah. a was that Laura? She was like, the, she that was like the vice president of their yeah. student council. Oh. And she was at the so Peace Summit. Okay. Well, she seems very interested in Toby and says she'll be there if he's there type thing. So, um, Liberty's brother, uh, Danny, and the basketball prodigy. I can't remember his name. Derek. 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 Okay. Derek. Derek. <laughs> Derek. Cool. They're like Cool Hand Ange and, and Daddy Magic. Um, <laughs> uh, they're all happy to <laughs> party. Toby's yes, like, don't tell me. anyone. So a couple things. Where does he get the authority to invite anybody to the party? Um, yeah. Pretty sure Liberty's brother would have found out about it in some form since Liberty was going. Oh yeah, that's right. Hello, it's and, her. It's the part. The party is for her. He would have found out about it. Yeah, and plus he was at the fifty-one second peace summit, so it was discussed. <laughs> so of course, word of that this party spreads like wildfire. We see everyone texting on the pre-smartphone, pre-smartphone cell phones. So again, this is how, I had to tell you date to show. Like I've, I've said before, like the eighties, the nineties, and everything. They had these genre-defining attributes to them, but. I oh, find yeah. from 2000 and now it's not. The technology is what, what defines it. And seeing these old cell phones is what makes it, yeah. what dates the show. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I just, I thought it was really funny. Like, you know, they're like, you know, party at Emma's. And then Spinner with a stupid face texts Marco of all people. <laughs> and it's like, why is Marco happy about a high school party? It's like, dude, you're in yeah. university. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> I love when the girl emails everyone. And that's what she put into the, the yeah everyone. everyone. Everyone in Toronto has been invited to Emma's party, apparently. I saw the intense flips of the phones to pop them up. So they yeah. <laughs> I saw, I, I put the same note about Marco, and I was thinking, like, because all those university kids are going to show up. I was like, the only one that would be excited about this party is Jesse. Like, let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Rub, rubbing his hands together. <laughs> like, oh boy. So many future froshes. 33-year-old <laughs> Uncle Jesse going yeah. to a high school party. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also the song for the montage is, I'm doing the Arlo piece, uh, My Little Birdie by The Nice Device. 
I don't know any more than that. I shazammed it. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. A lot more than I did. Sorry, Arlo. <laughs> we didn't do it justice. Yeah. So we see uh, we see Manny giving Liberty the makeover and talking about how he's going to make uh, Damon notice. Damien notice. Uh, Liberty brings up JT. Manny says, forget about him. And Liberty's like, easier said than done. Uh, Manny mentions Craig, but quickly pivots out of that and says, out with the old, in with the new. And we get the big reveal to make over. So the party's in she full did swing. Look really, she did look really pretty. She did, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Manny did well. Mm-hmm. Um, so the party's in full swing. Uh, Emma's blending her trademark blueberry slushy, I think she says. Offers it to Craig, who instead wants the trademark sweet berry you. Uh, that's oh. <laughs> Sean, not Craig. Yeah, not Craig. <laughs> I, I I always mix them up. I have no idea why. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I even wrote Craig in my notes. So yeah, Sean, excuse me. But yeah, also the actor he sure wants that berry. Who, who plays Sean? Like he stares at Emma. Like I can't look away because my face will give way. How stupid that fucking line was. <laughs> yeah, I, I really. Oh God, I feel like they were probably like, do you do I really have to say this? Like, do mm-hmm. I have to say this? And knowing That's what I know about Miriam now and how she feels about Emma, she was probably thinking the same thing. Like, oh, God. Mm-hmm. Oh, Why? yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, he says he's counting the minutes, and I'm sure he's sitting there with a, with a huge boner. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> waiting. I ask Emma if she's sure about it, and we see a little hesitation on her face. But uh, she says, no, I'm definitely sure. And behind everyone's back, she's pouring some booze into the uh, to the slushy. Oh, yeah, she's getting right pissed drunk. <laughs> but <laughs> is so this... much alcohol. It's like a little tiny sloshy bit at the bottom of what we would call here a flask, which is like 375 milliliters or like a pint, I guess, in America. Would that be? I don't know. Uh, it's like, who is, is that? so that's the only drink you're having if that's Snake and Spikes. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. That's it. <laughs> For the night. We see some cake candles lit, I believe, and everyone yells supplies at Liberty, even though this was in no way a surprise party, so I'm not sure why that happened. <laughs> uh, <laughs> LT says, speaking of surprises, you look great. Like, what the hell kind of line is surprise. that? Surprise. Like yeah, you old <laughs> wow, boot. You don't look like shit. That's, that's, that's surprising. <laughs> well, happy birthday, me. Yeah. I'm not a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I used to be. Um, <laughs> yeah. um, so Liberty uh, thanks him for the compliment. Uh, then there's a dock in the, a knock at the door, and we see Marco, Spinner, Ellie, and a bunch of others coming into the party. What? And then we, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. Can we point out that Ellie, like those people, don't really like Manny? Ellie yeah, so hates why? Manny. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. And she doesn't like them. But like, the oh God. Okay, so. Again, I keep saying this, but uh, they just wanted everyone in the episode because yep. it's Ryan Cooley's last episode. There could have been a better way for them to get the entire cast together for something instead of making it like this, where we're sitting here going, there's no way Ellie is going to Emma's house ever. Like, what? No. There's no, there's no reason for any... Like, Spinner, yes. He goes to Degrassi. Yeah. Uh, uh, Drake, the, maybe, if he's there. Yeah, but like the rest of them, there's absolutely no reason for them to be at this party. They didn't fucking hang out with these kids when they right. were right. when they were in yeah. the school. Uh, Ellie hates Manny, and ultimately, even though it is a monumental episode, they really have nothing to do with it. Like, Spinner throws the Lakers kids out of the party a little bit later, but he could have been at the party anyways. Ellie right. and Marco, we're going to get a scene with Ellie later that's, I guess, something, but like, who gives a fuck? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's just really strange. That's really why they did it, because they just wanted everyone there but then, for his last episode. And then we get more people pouring in, like Danny and Derek, and I'm like, okay, I get that. Then we get Jay and Alex, and I'm like, I get that. <laughs> like, Jay, oh, on the huh. other hand, would go to this party, right? For sure. Yes, because he's a degenerate. Sure, but it looks like him and Sean are buddies again when he comes in. Well, Sean, at the end of that episode, if you remember, Sean was like, I'm going to fix everything that I fucking did. And then yeah, I, and then we went to credit. So I'm assuming you just fixed all his problems. Yeah, Jay, yeah, he has a case of beer with him. Uh, Emma asked what he's doing here. He said, word is out about, on the street about the party, which is definitely what Jay would say and do. Oh, um, yeah. Didn't see the, Lake, the Lakehurst thug show up. One guy got the classic 2-4 over the shoulder. Yeah. Uh, Emma tries to kick him out and says, only Liberty's close friends. And the guy, I think his name is Johnny, says... Such a cold greeting from such a hot, and Sean shuts this down immediately, and he's ready to fight. He's ready to go I'm back surprised. To jail. I'm surprised when he did that, he didn't do the hourglass shape with his hands, like going, because it would have fit. And there's only two guys when they should have thrown them out of the party. These two guys should have never got in this party. It's two guys, and they're like, "Well, I guess so." Better not start ending, but let's him stay. Well, also, that's some good fake beer you have over your shoulder. <laughs> You're on Amber, which You're I looked up. Amber. There's no such thing. Yeah. <laughs> Why are these two at the fucking party? Like, what's right. their what's their motivation for going? I sneak in. Well, well, but why would they go? They they hate the Degrassi kids. The fucking Degrassi yeah. kids hate them because they're fuck donkeys. That's why. Well, sure, <laughs> but but I just I don't I don't get this. Uh, and again, it's obviously pivotal to the plot, but I'm not sure why these two would have showed up at this Yeah, you thing would either. think they would say, why would I go to that loser school's party? Yeah. Right. Like, fuck those kids. All we do is fight with them. We don't like any of them. We're not going to get yeah. laid. Fuck this. Just go drink it into Ravine instead. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. You know what happens at the Ravine? That's right. It's like, uh, no, I don't want to do that. <laughs> it's fine. So, Manny tries to broker some peace. Uh, you know, Spinner threatens him, don't start anything. Uh, we see Damien, who I believe is wearing the exact same sweater from the Peace Summit. Uh, <laughs> oh. I, I probably wear that all day. Yes. <laughs> change, change your clothes, nerd. <laughs> put on some, load, I guess, laundry. Put on, you know, have a on button, the top button on a, a collared shirt, and I don't know, like, uh, yeah, spray on some gravity cologne. <laughs> some oh, that's more nineties. Some Drakkar Noir. Drakkar Noir. If you look carefully at this scene, you see fucking Marco Baggins beside him, looking like a hobbit and trying to get the Fellowship of the Ring together. He's wearing that <laughs> stupid hood on his head. He's trying to cover up his horrible hair. What the fuck? Yeah. Uh, we see Manny. She's kind of worried that the house is going to get trashed. You get the party's kind of bumping here now. Uh, Manny shows. Um, a Liberty that Damon is here. I got Emma shows Manny Damon's here. I think that should be Manny shows Liberty that Damon's here. Mm -hmm. uh, he yeah. even brought her a gift, which I'm not sure what it was. It was a mug. <laughs> it was a mug. mug. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He just took and that look, mug out of his parents' like kitchen cupboard. <laughs> it's like I hear yeah, right. brought you a mug. His mug. dad written on it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> got it from the gas station, filling up on the way over. Yeah. World's best lover. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like so rude because like Liberty's talking to Marco and Marco has to like slink away because Damien shows up. And, and it's so funny because Adamo is standing there and it's like he didn't even know what to do. And it's like, did anyone give him direction? Like what, what is what happening? it looked like? Yeah, <laughs> like, yes. it looked like he just thought, shit, this isn't my scene. Right. He's like, oh, God, what am I doing here? <laughs> yep. Uh, so as they are talking, you can kind of tell there's not much chemistry between the two. 
we go to some random party scenes. We see people dancing and there's that, you know, glitter or whatever it is floating up in the air. Oh, I, I told this on another episode, but when there's a party scene, they play the music for a couple of beats and then you have to do it in silence. Yeah. And it's really embarrassing because you're just like, oh, my God, I'm not even dancing to music. This is really uh, like bad. Now, but, this yeah. kind of dancing, like it doesn't happen at these kind of parties. But I will say the energy at this party where it's getting kind of out of control, They, I would say that can kind of yes. be a little bit true. But like always the, the, the dancing. Like, come right. on. Yeah. No, there's definitely making out on couches. Sure, um, there's there's definitely knocking shit over. There's some grinding and stuff, but uh, the other stuff, yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, and again, we see good old Toby scoring. Mm. Uh, he's making out with Laura, the VP of Lakehurst. Good <laughs> for Toby. Yeah, yeah the boy. So uh, we see Emma. She's trying. I'm sorry. I mean, uh, Manny's trying to keep things clean, uh, yelling at people who, who are getting unruly. She asks Emma for help, but looks like Emma's too drunk to do anything. <laughs> Uh, she and grabs she, a drink, smells it, and asks if Mexico knows that she drank all the tequila. I like. I like oh, you like that line too? Is you gonna say that? Or no? Yeah, and I also like that Emma acknowledged that she has a therapist because, yeah. uh, you know, with all the shit that she went through the last two years, I'm glad she sees a therapist. No fucking shit. She, <laughs> my therapist says I need to learn to chill, which is not the same as chilling is different from giving up all your responsibility completely, like. It's her mother and her stepfather's house, and she's like, and I know this is me, oh, kids these days, ing, <laughs> but really, she's like, this is fine. My therapist calls down. this healing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so uh, uh, Maddie gives Emma some water to drink. Uh, we, we see her; she's in a bedroom. She's putting like a bunch of breakables away so that people don't smash it up. So and by a way, she's putting a stuffing a bunch at a high level so they don't have a chance to fall down anyway and break. Yeah, right. must be a lot of kids at the party, so they want to get <laughs> young kids who want to smash them. And I think the um, the line that she says about something being a fertility something like she written that that's from Mean Girls. I think that also happened in Mean Girls during a party where they were trying to hide something under a sink or something, and it was that sort of like this okay. is an ancient fertility blah blah blah, and they took that from Mean Girls. Well, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, again, uh, Damien comes in the room to talk to her. So Damien uh, had to be fucking eyeing up where yeah. she was at. Because why oh, would yeah, he randomly sure. go into the baby's room upstairs, right? <laughs> he would have Which, had by to the way, s- it has Noah's Ark painted on it, if you didn't notice. <laughs> like, Spike, yeah, exactly. There's no what way Spike would let that shit happen. Sh- Fuck that shit. Ugh. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. So he's yep. clearly, like, sniffing for puss. Because... Oh, yeah. Like, there's no other reason this would happen. He's like, yeah. is this where those photos were taken? That's <laughs> right. <laughs> the Manny tour. Yeah. Uh, we find out the names of the thugs are Johnny and Dre. Um, Damien thinks it's cool how Manny handled attention between Degrassi and Lakehurst. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was a great, great job there, Manny. Uh, she tries to change the subject, talk about Liberty. And he says, uh, did they're just not right, Damien and Liberty. He says, you can't feel it. You know, when you do time stops, I'm like, fuck this. <laughs> and Manny goes, get you get all goosebumpy. I'm like, no one fucking oh. talks like this. Uh, and <laughs> anyway, Damien reaches, goes in for the kiss, but Manny resists and says they barely know each other. So then we see, uh, we see the two dudes hit Daddy Magic and Cool on Angie. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she basically blows him off. Uh, Emma's pouring up another drink. JT has like a pineapple out with him, or uh, it was a oh, drink with a pineapple. I don't, I'm not really sure. 
Uh, goes to talk to Liberty, ask where his date is, and she's out. Oh, we're not a match. And again, they start reminiscing about the good times. Uh, Liberty says every day with JT was great, uh, especially the time that you. That's revisionist on history. Yeah, like yeah. Arlo, <laughs> especially when they found out she was pregnant. That Ar- was the best thing ever. Arlo he, uses he a term fall. called retconning. Right? Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah uh, when he overdosed, that was great. That was and, one of our best days. Yeah. And again, this is not the two of them reminiscing. This is the writers telling us, actually, it was pretty good if you remember. It's like, no, yeah. it wasn't. Like, nothing. Remember when he stole from a pharmacy that he was working at? Yeah, he was a drug dealer for a bit. And even right. before all this shit, she was fucking on his case about being immature the whole time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. the good old days. Yeah. And- yeah. I believe he pretended to be gay so that she wouldn't go out with him at one point. <laughs> oh, remember that classic. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, <laughs> Canadian yeah. TV. That's right. Grassy goes there. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah, of course, every day was great. Remember when you t- when uh, I told you I was pregnant and you crashed your car? Yeah. Wasn't that a great day? That was a great day. Yeah. So, JT, and I'm probably right for so I'll ask if she is drunk because this is how she thinks. Huh. She's like, no, I just want to tell the truth and says that he still loves him. JT is kind of taken back. He's not sure what to say. And when he immediately doesn't say it back, she wipes the big smile off her face and walks away. Yeah. Can we agree she gets a little angry a little quick? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> mm. Yeah. But she's also. Yeah. She's also like, I just wanted you to know this in case you die in the next 15 minutes. Like, this is... <laughs> yeah. I have a sense you don't have much time. Left. Yeah. As Liberty tries to leave, JT stops her and wants to talk. And like, I don't know what his plan is or what the conversation he's planning to have on or what it is. Uh, Liberty says she already gave him an answer. And he's like, I got a girlfriend. And Liberty asks if he loves her. And JT kind of very hesitantly says yes. So she goes, why are you standing there talking to me? He doesn't know. Girlfriend's not there. What's that? <laughs> her girlfriend's away. Yeah. That's right. Doesn't, <laughs> it's not cheating if you're in different area codes. Ludacris told us yeah. right. I got hose <laughs> So uh, he goes I, Liberty says I think you're too much of a coward to admit it And then she leaves the party And I don't get this at all no. Like again we've been sitting here All season long watching her pine over him Which is fine from him. Yeah he hasn't yeah. given a fuck about her the whole way he's through. enjoying his meatball sub. Yeah, like he's right. he's being. I think he's trying to be kind with her, except when sure. they have you know they've had some confrontations over daycares. But <laughs> yeah, like other than that, we haven't gotten any sense that JT has regrets at this point about what's happened with the two of them. And yet now here we're supposed to fucking make believe that he's been pining for her all along. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Didn't uh, very rushed. Yeah. <laughs> It's Should have like been a two-parter. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's not like Tom didn't have time to build it either. We we're like halfway through the season. But um, <laughs> so we see Craig and Emma are sneaking to the basement as bottles. Sean, oh, Sean and Emma Sean are sneaking God, there. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> we see Sean and Emma going uh, sneaking to the basement as bottles are being smashed on the floor. Good old-fashioned smash party. Ted can uh, remember <laughs> yeah, those. Smash party. I have uh, to can say, you... I liked that whole <laughs> sequence, right? You see the, the bottle smash. You see them hopping over it. He drags her into the basement, and then the camera pulls away from them and zooms in on Manny and Damien. And I was like, I kind of like that direction. That was kind of cool, because it shows the craziness of the party all in mm-hmm. one like swooping shot. There's one good thing I'll say about the episode. <laughs> there you go. 
And for anyone who doesn't know what a smash party is, back in residence, when you'd be all in the room drinking for some reason, when you finish your beer, you'd smash it on the floor. <laughs> absolutely no what? sense because you had to clean it up afterwards. We were living in a cement residence, but you would get a, a first year, a frosh to do yeah. it, which I was the frosh because I was yeah. never actually, I was never in on one. I heard them, but I was never in on uh-huh. one. And I was a frosh and I had a, a smash party. I'd, I'd leave. <laughs> I did clean up my fair share, though. I, I will say that. So, the reason why residence doesn't have bottles anymore. Well, one of them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, again, again, we see Manny and Danny on a dance floor. Ma- uh, Manny and Damien on a dance floor, and they begin making out. Uh, Manny quickly bails, saying she needs some water. So, we go down in Emma's dungeon bedroom. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, Get stretched. I got Craig written down again, but Sean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Even in the notes, it's even in the notes, yeah. Uh, Sean says Emma looks great and asks how she's doing. Uh, she says she's never better. Sexy man climbs on top. No, Ugh. nope. I nope. boner okay. gone. Like I don't <laughs> give a fuck. She was like, I've never been better, sexy man. I don't care who it is ever in yeah. my life who I've ever fucking wanted. <laughs> if those words come out, nope, <laughs> not happening. <laughs> nope. Put- foot on the solar plexus and shove as hard as you can to get away from me <laughs> yeah. you yuck sexy well, man <laughs> if, that, if that line doesn't do it the next line certainly will uh, he asked if she is wasted but he said the question is is she wasted enough, enough. yeah like <laughs> like not only is this show throwing this the fact that emma's gonna have sex for the first time now it's also throwing that she doesn't want to have it yeah Ugh. like so now we're gonna have a question of consent and not consent and like, does she really want it? Like, why is this even a part of this episode? Well, fortunately, she pukes before we have to deal with the fucking, you know, next part of that. But yeah, and when she puked, it's funny. I thought, why would there be like a bucket right there? And then I realized it's probably got to catch the drips. <laughs> Your fucking yeah. dungeon basement. Um, uh, question oh, for Ted. Leak. Question for Ted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm would you rather Emma say, I've never been better, sexy man, or would you rather she say, <laughs> Oh, we gonna have sexy wexy with Shawnee Wani. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I don't know. It's like getting kicked in the face or getting kicked in the crotch or like in the <laughs> like both are really, really bad. <laughs> so don't make me choose. <laughs> Imagine or you do the hybrid. I was watching. I've never been better with sexy wexy man. So like picture this. They're doing this at the table read. Like you have oh. to read these lines at the table read. So she's yeah. sitting there going, <laughs> Oh my God, calling him sexy man. And they're probably just like, Oh my God, why do I have to do this? <laughs> I was watching by myself and I audibly went. It's, it's yeah. like the writers were sitting Ugh. and watching this and saying, "Is she really going to say it? Is she really going to say uh, it?" Yes, she said it. Oh my god! I Who mean, said the lines. The one, the one part that I'll say saves it a little bit is that she is drunk. So yeah, yeah. You know, she's. The, I think the idea is she's not supposed to be serious. So I'll give them that. Yeah. So anyway, uh, she starts puking up, and Craig. Oh, sorry, Sean. Hi. <laughs> yes. I did write Craig down again. Drink I, again. I, yeah. How dare you? I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know why I do that. So we see Ellie going to talk to Manny. uh, Says someone's hungry. uh, uh, Manny says the house is a mess. She kissed a stranger, so she is stress eating. Um, Ellie Mm. says she wants to apologize for what happened with Sean. Oh, sorry, Craig. Uh, (laughs) I actually actually did write Craig. Um, Uh, uh, Manny says he fooled us both. And Ellie says, although she is mad, she still thinks about him and is worried. That is cocaine ways. 
And Manny is worried too. She Ellie says she he really messed up messed with us, and she walks off. So I well, guess I'm glad they cleared this up. Fence is mended. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And nothing nothing is a better combination than caramel chocolate bars and cheese strings. Yeah. Because that's what she was gonna eat. They're rich. Look at all those full size chocolate bars but, and cheese uh, strings. They're there was, what the there hell? Was that, there was that one line though that Manny said to Ellie, where she's like, "My world doesn't revolve around you, Ellie." Because uh, uh, when when she was stress eating, she said, "I'm glad I'm not the source." And then Manny was like, "You know, my world doesn't revolve around you, Ellie." And I was like, "Thank God someone fucking said that to her." <laughs> yes. Yep. Hmm. So we go to uh, Johnny, the Lakers guy. He offers Derek, the basketball prodigy, a peace offering of a beer. <laughs> so when he opens up, we shook up the sprays in his face, which I thought was great. <laughs> he goes, "Ah." Yeah. And most of it got on. Side. And most of it got on Jay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jay wasn't too happy, so him and Spinner decide this guy. This guy crossed the line, and do what he should have done at the beginning of the party and toss him out. It's a dick move that, of what he did, but like that's the line that's going to get them yeah. kicked out that you, that they crossed. Like, and why, and why are Jay and Spinner always the one? Yeah, they're always the ones that start uh, this chain of events that ends up with someone either getting shot or stabbed. <laughs> <laughs> they poor yellow paint on him before you throw him <laughs> yeah right yeah and you hear someone in the background as a tournament he goes bad move to grassy <laughs> so that like yeah, that's what that. they said the part it's like a george lucas yeah, that was, after that was johnny yeah. johnny demarco yeah. saying bad move to grassy and throwing a beer it's like okay dude shut up yeah. mm-hmm. so go back to tobes we see him making out more with, with laurie and he hears the words that everyone wants to hear when they're making out gotta go take a piss break <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Yeah, is that what she said? No, yeah. she, she said pee break. Like, pee or something, right? She, she said, said pee break. I got to piss like a racehorse. Yeah. And then just trying to train the main vein. I got to a wicked piss, she said. Yeah. You ever make, has, has anyone here made out like in the middle of a party like that? I've never been Sorry? married, so. Has anyone <laughs> made out in the middle in the middle of a party like that? Uh, yeah, guilty. Yeah, Me too. Me too. Ha. Like you don't care. <laughs> mm, like all the stuff for the gold. around you, and you're just like, nah, it, it's fine. I, I, I never broke. I never stopped the makeup session to go take a pistol. I, no, no, I never did that. That's either. a rookie move right there. That's yeah. right. Because it might not happen again. Get a hold of it. It's right. Uh, so uh, uh, JD comes up, and, and Toby tells him it rocks making out. And he says he can't feel his lips, and he's just staring off into space with this shit-eating grin on his face, and just living living his life, man. Well, I mean, like they he's... were making out all over the party. First, they were on the couch, then they were outside on the porch. So good for Toby. Yeah, but yeah. like, he's got a big fucking heart on too. While they're having this conversation, <laughs> oh, that's yeah. all I could think. Like, oh, he's got he's a like, boner right now. Good thing I don't have to piss. He said, "Yeah, I can't right now." <laughs> <laughs> For all you ladies out there, when boys have that going on, they it's hard to pee. I mean, so. flashing back to your Goonies poster, if we were if it was shaped like that, we'd all be pissing in our faces. Oh god, I love that so much. <laughs> <laughs> it's my mom's favorite piece. <laughs> my mom's favorite part. Yeah. Oh yeah, favorite part. <laughs> Yes. Can we review Goonies? <laughs> we could. Please, can we? Yes. I would. I watched, I've watched that movie like a hundred times. Oh, so good. I so never good. saw it till I was like in first year university. And after I watched it, I said, how have I never oh, seen this till first year university? Oh, my God. We taped it off. We taped it. Oh, it's yeah. so long ago. But we taped it off HBO. And me and my brother would watch it all the time. Oh, great. I don't know if to say I've never watched it. I've never seen it from beginning to end. Really? I've seen like bits. Yeah, really? I never have. No. 
Oh, no, we have to do a Goonies episode. <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah. Uh, JT says he has a situation he wants to talk to Toby about. And Toby's just staring off into space, and I'm showing a massive boner. But uh, he's at least entertaining his friend JT. He says, all right, what do you got? And JT he's uses this. trying to get it down. Yeah, that's right. He uses he's this analogy. Faint. <laughs> all, the, all, the, all the blood's going to his penis. He's, and he's touching like, something I'm cold. Fa- I'm fainting out. Uh, he uses this analogy. He says, "You know, uh, it's about a, it's about a sub. He got a zesty sub full of cheese. He likes it a lot, but he finds himself craving oatmeal. It's like when you yeah. stick your finger into the meatball sub, <laughs> the cheese is really warm, <laughs> like warm apple pie. Yeah. Oh God! And oatmeal's like there's not the a consistency whole lot of oatmeal. Works. And like <laughs> when you put your mouth on the meatball sub, you get the sauce all over your face, but you kind of don't care." <laughs> <laughs> because you're in a meatball sub. And you get a couple of big balls. You know? <laughs> he's like, wait a second. Where am I? <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, God. So, so Toby, uh, he asks if this is a Mia ball sub. So he picks up on, the, on this analogy right away. And he says, the sub is tasty, but you get tired of it. And the oatmeal is always there for him, dependable. I'm like, what in the? F-? Like, That's how does it sell that? Also, so untrue. Like, if I told yeah. you you could only eat one thing for the rest of your life, meatball subs Ooh, or oatmeal, what would you choose? Like, oh, yeah. they're like, oh, oatmeal's always been there for you. I'm like, oatmeal sucks, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah, no like I, I should say that I like oatmeal, but are you? Do you get excited about a bowl of oatmeal? Like, a solid <laughs> meatball I'm- sub, you get excited about a good Italian meatball sub. Absolutely. Yeah. And imagine being a girl and finding out you're compared to oatmeal. <laughs> <laughs> well, the other thing okay. is, so this, of course, is a call back to a conversation they had, you know, a few episodes ago. But it's I just, like that they did this. I think it's hilarious. I, I just mm. think it's the two of them. Like, couldn't JT just go up to Toby and be like, I kind of want to fuck Liberty now, even though I've been fucking Mia. What What do you think? Like, right? Yeah. 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 Like he didn't Toby have to do said, the whole. Okay, enough with the food. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. they, they did this before, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. Like, two or three yeah. Times, that's right? a callback way back. Yeah. Yeah. So what would happen? Because I want to fuck Liberty. He says, "Yeah, go for it." He said, "Right on." That would have been the conversation. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait till she gets out of the can so I can do some more makeup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, but <laughs> and then JT goes, "Oh, that girl? Yeah, she left like five minutes ago." Yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, uh, sorry, the taxi just pulled up and took her away. Yeah. She couldn't wait to hightail that here. Um, so JT says he misses Liberty. Toby says, "Well, go find her." And he great. He goes. I'm going to get a, find me a big bowl of Liberty. I mean oatmeal. <laughs> Come on. And Toby, Toby goes back checking his lips, and he can't wait for uh, Laura to return. So JT's out in the street screaming at Liberty's name like she's a lost dog. <laughs> <laughs> also, Liberty. did she leave like ten minutes ago? Why would she like, even be anywhere near that party anymore? Yeah, exactly. Why was she? Uh... Yeah. Well, it's, it's Toronto. She doesn't have very far to go. There's only so many places she can wander to. But... Yeah. <laughs> There's the house in the school. I think that's all there is. Liberty, yeah, come here, girl. Oh, Liberty, <laughs> come here. Yeah. You want a treat? You want a treat? Yeah. <laughs> a big long treat. Yeah. <laughs> a chipper. Yeah, sorry, a chipper. Um, so he runs into uh, the Lakehurst thugs, uh, and they're pissing on his car. I love it. And JT goes, "What? You couldn't find a toilet?" And yeah, Toby's girl's on the toilet. So. Um, <laughs> <laughs> So the guy says, you, you, JT says, you slay me with your humor. And as Toby is unlocking his car, one guy pulls JT. out, Jotty pulls out a knife. Oh, no, Drake. 
Oh, Drake, was it? Okay, sorry. Yeah, yeah uh, Drake's the one that pulls it up. It says, mascot boy, laugh at this. He runs to Toby and stabs him in the back. So let's point <sighs> out, imagine if to- if JT actually said something bad to this kid. What would have been the next step for him? Cut his head off? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Slit his throat? Cut his arms and legs off? You yeah. slay me with your humor. Oh, I'll fucking slay you, you but, son of a bitch. How dare you? Like, yeah. That's the, that's the first time I've ever seen this in a movie or in a uh, anything like that's a kill shot right to the, I could see if it was like in the arm and he hit an artery or something like that. That's one thing, but he's like right in the middle of the chest. It's like, well, that's unsurvivable. And then the yeah. guy looks at him like, what did you do? And the other guy's like, Oh, also did they need to make the bad guy a redhead? Come on. <laughs> Come on. I was like, I am not like, but I was like, come on, you don't need to give people a harder time. Like, don't. <laughs> uh, so, but it was right in the back. It's like right in the middle, right in the chest. Like a fucking Not trained me. assassin. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, like, ugh. And also, it really comes out, combat. I was going to say, it really comes out of nowhere. Yes, there was bites and brawls and little pranks and stuff like that. But there's a big difference of uh, pissing on someone's car and stabbing him in the back. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Also, the that line by Johnny DeMarco after Drake stabs uh, Toby or uh, JT, where he's like, "What did you do?" That's supposed to make you, the viewer, now be like, "Okay, we can yeah. put up with Johnny DeMarco now for like yeah. fucking four more seasons, seasons of Degrassi." He's okay. <laughs> like, yeah, oh like he's God, not he's serious? not that bad because he was only at the murder with his friend who murdered the DeGrassi kid, but he didn't actually do the murder. And when the murder happened, he was like, "Murder's bad," so. <laughs> Yeah, and ran away instead of calling so the cops. Oh my god, you're like serious about this? Yes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. They're gonna they're gonna I, try again, to make you feel sorry for him in episodes. Like he's gonna be a dick too, what? but they're gonna have episodes where it's like, oh, feel bad for Johnny DeMarco. Johnny DeMarco can fucking drop dead. So, <laughs> like, I think we've all been to high school. Like that guy would be the murdering guy's friend yes. for the rest of his life. He Correct. would be that. Exactly. Yeah. Not, not like in the, de- not in the Degrassi myself. universe. <laughs> no, for, no like, forgive him. Oh, he's probably in the running for valedictorian when he graduates. <laughs> I'm gonna, right. Yeah, I'm going to teach at the school. I'm going to like, what? Probably. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> Stupid. Uh-huh. <laughs> so anyway, um, uh, JT collapses. They run away. And as soon as he collapses, Liberty, who must have heard JT call him like the dog, or she must have heard him for the treat. She come running for the treat. <laughs> 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 and <laughs> sniffing around the corner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, we see Tracker running down. Say, well, tree, tree. No. Um, so, um, and she sees him. She starts screaming, asking for help, and crying. And uh, again, wailing. Uh, wailing, yeah. And as I mentioned Good in the job. opening, and, and although uh, Arlo could make this one, she did mention it in our group chat that when JT collapses, he must have fallen into the big pile of piss. <laughs> oh, <laughs> face first. Yeah. Yeah, what a way to go. Stab our rivals cold and drown in piss. <laughs> Stinks. This guy, this guy probably I guess it was had, the last of his worries at that point. I suppose, yeah. Last thought was like, oh, this guy, this fucker had asparagus for supper. And if you loyal Sorry. listeners to this podcast over the last like four years have been like, I wonder how they'll treat the JT murder. I hope that it's with like <laughs> class and dignity. <laughs> Here it is, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think it's shocking anybody <laughs> with, with the delicacy it deserved. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we didn't we didn't work out a, a five part harmony of "End of the Road" by Boys to Men. <laughs> <and Q>, so, <laughs> <laughs> savvy. 
So, so we go to the hospital. Uh, Damien's there telling the cops who was responsible. Not sure how he knows. I guess maybe Liberty told him. I don't know. Um, and Manny's blaming herself, saying that the party was her idea. Uh, Craig tries to console her. <laughs> Craig? <laughs> Sean. Sean, Jesus. <laughs> I love right. it. <laughs> Maddie's blaming herself. Party was her idea. Sean tries to console her. Come on, edit that better. Um, nope. 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 Okay. <laughs> That's the thing now. Craig is Sean, and Sean is Craig. Um, yep. Uh, Emma's using the phone at the hospital to call Spike and explain what happened. So, is this really the phone you'd use? The one at the nurse's station? Yeah. Shouldn't you call from home? Use your cell phone, I guess. Well, I guess cell phone minutes were pretty expensive in those days. Yeah, maybe she got a page from her mom that had to call her on her pager. Yeah, I guess. Oh. <laughs> so, the, so the doctor pops out and says they need to speak to a family member. Um, there's no one there. He says the grandmother won't be there for a few hours. Then Toby pops around and says, uh, I'm his brother. You can talk to me. Well, so the, <laughs> the nurse's think, doctor's like, okay. Yeah, yeah, like this is supposed to be like this big, like touching moment, right? Where Toby comes out and he's like, you can talk to me. I'm his brother. And if I was the nurse, mm-hmm. I'd be like, no, I'm going to wait for his parents. Uh, yeah. Bullshit. We good. Bullshit. Yeah. 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 Oh, you're a 16 year old kid who's claimed you're his brother with no with no proof. So in front of sure. everybody, let yeah. me tell By you the what way, I can see your boner. Yeah. <laughs> Put that away. And Why she have you got it with you, like a? You got a big fucking stain in your problem. pants, there, buddy. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, wet dream did your butt. So uh, <laughs> she pokes it with one of those like uh, tongue depressors, popsicle sticks. <laughs> what do you got going on down there? Relax, yeah. Yeah. relax, Sonny. And she keeps like knocking in, in the gray jogging pants. <laughs> <laughs> so. The, so again, the doctor proceeds to explain what happened in front of everybody because a 16-year-old kid says his brother yep. uh, says that mm-hmm. JT died due to a puncture in his aorta. Uh, you, so... could, you could say he died of a broken heart. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I think I, you couldn't even get it out. <laughs> you could even say he had a knife jammed through it. <laughs> you could have <laughs> like If you want to be technical, it's like, no, lady, nurse, you could have just stopped at the first part. <laughs> Yeah, none of them can believe it. Sean punches the wall, not Craig. Uh, <laughs> Manny is crying. Liberty runs oh. up and asks Toby what the doctor said, and he can't respond. He just collapses in her arms. We see Sean, uh, Manny, Liberty, Emma, and Toby all embrace as the credits roll. All it these, was kind of uh, good that it was like the original crew that was all there. That was kind of poignant, yeah. I think. It's nice that yeah. they're all there, and like they end off with all these kids being sad, and I'm still like not one fucking parent. Like They had to take... Yeah. <laughs> like the the ambulance would have come to the place, right? Like think about the fucking sequence of events that would have happened here. Ambulance yeah. would have showed up. There's a dead kid in the middle of the street that they'd have to load into the ambulance and fucking take away. No adult comes outside. Emma doesn't have neighbors. Like, and we all know they live <laughs> in the neighborhood. Yeah, Liber- Liberty's fucking dad is a lawyer. Like, no one shows up for for <laughs> for this. It's just the kids in the hospital by themselves. It's great. Side side conversation of paramedics say, ah fuck, he's covered in piss. <laughs> <laughs> I cleaned that shit up. <laughs> like, I thought it was above my pay grade, motherfucker. <laughs> but yes, no parents, no nothing. Who has to pick him up? Yeah, uh, it's like oh, so gross. Um, oh, it's cold. So <laughs> yeah, there's no parents. There's not even standing in the background like to go. Oh, this so and so's parents. It's like oh, so bad. Like come on, come on, come on. Stupid. And we just assume that everyone has left the party. With, oh, they, I guess they probably. Would. <laughs> <laughs> the party's still kind of a, Yeah. I think murder <laughs> would stop a party. I yeah, would hope. I guess so. Hmm. So, what's everyone's thoughts on this? I think we've kind of 
Loved it. Expressed a lot of them. What the hell is anybody thoughts on this one? It's like group hug for this podcast. Uh, God, I don't. Listen, it was a rushed episode. I think we pointed that kind of stuff out. But you know what? They did show a murder on this episode, which was pretty intense. Yes. You know, I the the, fin, the final scene I think was good. Like it's saying goodbye to a character, and it was the sort of the characters were there at the beginning. You know, it was okay. Like it, I did not. I didn't not enjoy watching this episode for like what it was, but I mean, it does have like, you know, the secondary, the, the B plot was Emma deciding that she was going to give up her V card. You know, where was that from? You know, and why are these university kids back at this party? Like there seems to be like, I don't know, issues, but you know what it, this is a Pantheon episode for a reason. And you can see why. I wonder what it was like watching first run. Um, without, I'm, a, I'm assuming there weren't spoilers or people would avoid the spoilers. And I wonder what it was like for them when he got stabbed. Cause I could imagine people who had been watching from the beginning were literally like, <gasps> what, well, happened? what I gathered, the characters didn't know till the first read through, which is probably they didn't. Kind of nope, no, with none of the other ones. Nope. They didn't know. And they have video of it. And you can see Miriam and Cassie like <gasps> when they, <laughs> when they go down to the, spot where the doctor tells them what's going on and they're all like Miriam literally says no because they had no idea he had to keep that a secret for like four months and JT's just rubbing his hands yeah, yeah. <laughs> said no just like Darth Vader and uh... <laughs> I just wish no. that the... <laughs> I just wish that, that the scene between JT and Liberty when she's storming out of the party was better because <sighs> They were best friends in real life, uh, Sarah and uh, Ryan, and they were buddy-buddy on the show. And I feel like I wish they had better chemistry on the show like they did in real life because I just didn't feel it when they were arguing and talking. I don't know. It just it felt that part of it felt flat for me. And also it was rushed. So that didn't help either. So I, I think um, Stacey mentioned that there was, there was an interview that Ryan Cooley did uh about the death of JT that Arlo sent along in our group chat. And there's a couple of interesting nuggets in there that I, I wanted to quickly touch on. So he said he was surprised that they went that direction, but he was planning on leaving the show anyway because he was going to attend university. Um, he also said that JT was the first character killed off in Degrassi, which I, or the first regular character, which I say. Main character. Main yeah. character. Well, I, I, I would say Rick from this show. I wouldn't know if he's a main character, but he was pretty main for a bit. Claude. Uh, Egbert. <laughs> a crossing guard from the original kids of the grass that's right died. yeah luella died in the fire uh wheels parents died the kid wheels Chip hit Mobile. while getting chips <laughs> oh, yeah. wheels future died yeah who was that wheels future died that's oh, right yeah. <laughs> so uh there's that he said it took five arrows to shoot the stabbing scene so I guess he fell in piss a bunch of times. <laughs> and it, really, I guess said, it really does take a long time to do a short scene like that because you got to do all the different angles and, you know, the different angles of people doing dialogue from different sides. And it really it takes fucking forever to do a 30 minute or 30 minute, 30 second to 45 second scene. It's insane how long it takes to shoot a TV show. Really? The last point he said that he, people thought it was too random and there was little build up to it. And I kind of agree with that. We, we kind of beat that one to death there yeah yeah but it was nice to see everyone in the episode you know what i mean like to have them all at some point in the episode was kind of cool because sometimes you they just focus on like 
the two stories and you only see like maybe four or five characters and the rest of them are like off somewhere and you don't see them. So I guess that was kind of cool. But again, they had all season to come up with this and that was the best they did. Any other final thoughts? Are we wrap it? We hardly knew ye. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. Uh-huh. Yeah. Poor JT. What a bad way to die. Why couldn't it have been Toby? No, No, we we like we like. I mean, to some extent, like (laughs) JT and Toby, who again were you know very main, like probably the central characters in the first season. In some ways, they've been slowly killing them for the last like four years, anyways. So yeah, it was like Uh, Arthur and Yick, right? It was yeah, pretty much. Kind of didn't have anything for them anymore. Like after JT was selling drugs and then OD, there really wasn't much left with him. Right? right, so, so fuck it. See ya. <laughs> and he wanted to go to school, so I'm out. Yeah, if you want to go to university, then you're gonna die in the TV show. <laughs> like that's the lesson, kids. <laughs> that's what you get. Yeah, we'll make sure you never come back. <laughs> so. Sean, Sean just left to fuck around. They're like, all right, we'll write you back in two seasons later. JT's mm-hmm. like, I want to go to university. You dead, son. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. We'll write you back in, though, my little short king. <laughs> he's so he's so buff, and he's so mad. He's boiling. He's like a little boiler, just a boiling pot of water. He's just like because he's in the hospital, like punches a random like machine. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like three hundred thousand dollars. Like, <laughs> yeah, take your take your little <laughs> mini Hulk. That would have been great if, if fucking if when Sean punched the machine, someone in there is like <laughs> It was a cabinet. What are you talking about? It's a cabinet. It wasn't a machine. He he, he breaks equipment. Shut down the CAT scan. We got to recalibrate. He he breaks the equipment. There's a cop there. They cuff him. They're like, oh, you're on probation. (laughs) Back to jail. That should end And then somebody goes, beep, flatline. What's interesting about this is Ryan Cooley and Daniel Clark worked on that I was a sixth grade alien show together before they were on Degrassi. And the behind the scenes video of Ryan's last day, you know, Daniel Clark said, like, it was weird that this was going to be his last day. And he kind of felt emotional about it because they weren't going to be working together anymore and that they knew each other since they were kids. So maybe that's why he punched the (laughs) real life (laughs) cabinet. Like this season just gets worse. Why did I fucking come back to this show? Yeah, Daniel Clark's like, why am I here? What is this? I wish this was my agent face. Did you notice? <laughs> we did not see his biceps in this episode. What the hell? Oh, uh, come on. Unleash the beasts. Right. <laughs> He's wearing a goose suit. <laughs> I got goose well, up. Why are, you pun- why are you punching the cabinet, sexy man? Yeah. <laughs> 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 sexy man. <laughs> All right. So, again, to Al's point, we handled this death with the elegance and grace it deserved. <laughs> um, <laughs> anything else we got to do before we finish up? I know. Right. Next time, <laughs> next time on Arrow's of Brewbeds, we have the, the, the bitterest pill uh, in the aftermath of JT's murder. All the grass here in mourning, while planning the a memorial, Toby and Liberty have a moment, and he soon wonders if he should let her know about JT's true feelings for her. Meanwhile, Ellie decides to tell Jesse that he kissed Craig, not Sean, but realizes some unexpected <laughs> news. Ooh, so can't wait for that. Yeah, well, I hope you join us for that. Before we go, let's go around the loop one last time. So. I'm Barry. You can follow me on Twitter at Barry R. Flynn. And Ted? 
I'm Ted on Sewa 3 on the Instagram machine. Uh, I haven't put up anything lately, but I should because I've, I've had Linda for four years, so I need to put something up to date. She's like uh, currently over my shoulder with her arms crossed and shaking a, a rolling pin at me to uh, put up <laughs> something on the IG. So let's uh, throw it down to America, America. <laughs> Hi, it's America. Um, <laughs> it's Stacy. You can find me at uh, where am I? Instagram sr gots. I'm at Twitter at Stace Gots. And um, even though baseball season's over, you can still listen to Locked On Yankees because we're talking about the playoffs. Even though no one from the AL East is in it anymore. And let's send it to Tim in Oakville. That's Bali Bali underscore T on Instagram, and uh, that's all I got tonight, Alan. Take us home. I'm Slip with the Five Eyes or Slip. And on uh, all the social medias for this podcast, you can find us at Narbo's and Broomheads Podcast on Instagram. At Narbo's Podcast on Twitter, where we don't post anymore. Narbo's and Broomheads at gmail.com if you'd like to write us. And a little teaser for next week. I'm going to go over a little bit of uh, chat GBT inspired fan fiction. Uh, <laughs> uh, for some old school Degrassi's uh, before we talk about the bitterest pill. So stay tuned. So there you go. Good teaser for that. Uh, JT York, we hardly knew he. And uh, mm. we'll catch you next time. Don't you dare miss it. Peace. Later. End of the road. Baby. Well, I just said I don't get my love. I wouldn't do my homework. I would stay up late and dream about Kylie. I would never get girls out of my house. Maybe it would. I would walk around the cafe cut Just to get to my dreams Everyone thinks I'm so good I'd wait, 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 w